Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. Sup, people. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about music and writing, which is something we are both very passionate about Woo-hoo. and we love. And it's super helpful in terms of like writing block and other things. It's just, it's just super helpful for us. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Haha. You said writing block. Writer's block. Whatever the fuck it is. Is that not a phrase people use? Like, what do you, why are you looking at me like that? I don't think people say writing block. They say writer's block. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know. That's super nitpicky and I make way more mistakes (laughs) just like that all the time. So I don't know why I'm harping on it, but um. no, it's writer's blog. I know. Um, so yeah, I love music. What about you? Do you love music? No, I hate music. I'm like Bella Swan and New Moon. <laughs> oh my god! Just kidding. She hates music, but the music on the Twilight soundtracks is bomb. So right, I did go through a phase where like I wasn't discovering any new music. And I was really only listening to podcasts, and I think it was kind of related to depression. Oh, I agree. I think that um, I've gone through phases like that, too, and I think it's just because I don't... Like, if I listen to music, I can get lost in my thoughts, but a podcast, you just have one thing to focus on, and that's... Um, yes. Instead of, like, you know... Because songs... Like, if you're, you know, playing on shuffle and a song from, like, your breakup 10 years ago comes on, like, you know, you never know, so... <laughs> exactly. I think I also... I mean, this is pretty dark, but I... Um, go for it was ridiculed for my music taste uh by someone for a very for a while to the point where i just like stopped yeah liking new things but anyways over that now um and we're gonna talk about music and creativity and actually music has been something i've recently been using like just to sort of shift my mood which i'll talk about a little bit later yeah definitely um, I don't know. For me, I guess it's kind of the same for you. I, for everything I, well, for like the big stories I I write, I've had, I mean, I've like the novels that I wrote when I wrote them basically in high school, I've had a playlist, playlist for them basically ever since then. Right. Um, and it's definitely evolved and changed um, over the years, but there's some songs that have been on there the entire time. Um, and I think for me, it's more like, mood setting and getting me in like in that mind space like for my first book it's all like indie music and all like super kind of folky music I don't know I just got really into that genre when I was looking for stuff I don't know Bon Iver and that kind of music has really gotten into that through writing like I was just trying to find new songs and um, that's kind of how I found that genre which I love Um, and it's, for me, it's kind of like mood setting. It's less about the lyrics and more about, you know, the types of music and the feel you get when you listen to them. Some of them are like, some of them I do kind of the lyrics inspire some stuff, but mostly it's kind of the mood, um, for sure. And for my first book, it's a lot of like indie folk stuff. Um, my second one is kind of more poppy because it's more of like a contemporary novel about like high school and shit. And then um, okay. I've had a, I have a couple other playlists for stuff that isn't re- aren't really finished, but like one of them's like a zombie thing, and it's all like rap, and it's just kind of <laughs> everything. Kind of, it's really mood based for me. Yeah, I mean, and it really helps playing those playlists to kind of get me in the mood to write. Like I'll listen to it like in the morning if I'm if I want to kind of write some at night. I'll kind of get in that headspace by listening to the playlist or whatever. So that's been so helpful for me yeah. to 
kind of force myself to get in the mood to write and I listen to to that stuff. So yeah, what about you? I mean, same. It's very based on emotion. Like that's the most useful part of it is that it helps you get into an emotional space and also just a general like vibe headspace. I think yeah. um, part of the reason I didn't really think about it when I started doing it, I just started making playlists. And But when you sit down and look at why and how you use it, it really does help you just sort of get into that world and those characters in a very organic way, um, which is nice. And then sometimes I'll specifically use um, certain songs to get into, well, I don't know how often I do this on purpose. Usually I'll be like listening and I'll like just be in the mood to listen to specific songs that will end up getting me inspired to sit down and write more spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes sense, I think it's been a while since I've been sitting down and working on a manuscript that is emotionally fueled. Yeah. So that's probably part of the reason why I haven't done it on purpose in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But definitely there's like songs that get me, I put in our notes to talk about this one fallout boy song that is so <laughs> strong for me. Yeah. Um, visually and emotionally, it's, um, favorite record. Hmm. I don't think I've, yeah, I've never heard it. Okay. I have the vinyl of that album. Whoa, I sound like a smoker. Um, <clears throat> I, but anyways, it's, <laughs> um, as we've talked about before, I'm really drawn to songs about running away and that song's about running away. And it also, a lot of songs give me this, I don't know about you, but like sort of this visual and emotional feeling of driving at night and like passing under streetlights. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, a thousand percent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the type of genres I listen to that definitely. Right? Another yeah. song that does that is um oh it's a song with Tyga and uh Chris Brown. Huh. But it's like it kind of freaks me out and how vivid the, wow. the visual is. But anyways. So, so I, I get, get that from that song, from the Fallout Boy song, and then I also get like Almost, Almost like, like a, a moody blueness. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Like, Music is like, like a, completely impossible to describe. <laughs> it's like a cool nighttime sort of moment heartbeat vibe. That's another thing is certain songs will change your heart rate just because of the beat. Mm. And that automatically gets you into a different emotional headspace, which is really cool and super useful. Like when you stop and think about it, you realize all the things you can do to really help yourself be somewhere. I mean, that's, I think the prime example of that is, you know, pumping yourself up for a workout or whatever as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, you are changing your heartbeat by what you're physically doing, but the music certainly helps. Um, Yeah, I think some specific, like in the very beginning um, of writing my first apocalyptic book, I found the artist's daughter, and I absolutely, pretty much the entire playlist is just her music. It's so good. Um, Cool. And kind of over time, it's shifted to, I found another artist, Aurora, who actually did the Frozen 2 sound, like the the sound Elsa hears, that's her. Mm. 
uh, you know that. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so good, good at doing yeah. Um, she actually does that, and so she's um, just fantastic. And uh, a lot of, like, the same kind of mood um, as Daughter has, and the, those are both, like, kind of the main players in my playlist for that that um, that novel. But also, like, kind of random stuff, like Stella by All Time Low, because her, her character's name is Stella, and, like, it doesn't oh, have nice. anything to do with it, but, like, it just gets me pumped up. And, you know, some songs like that, which really don't have much, like, the lyrics really have no, you know, tie to the manuscript, but it's just fun. Yeah. To, um, and I just have, yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff that's just, I, I also, um, when I watched Teen Wolf religiously in high school, they had fantastic music on there. And because it was on MTV, they'd always put what the song, like, I think they'd put what the song that was playing would be on the like lower third. Um, oh, cool! And it was really good. And a lot of that music is just so good and awesome. And I use that for stuff. And same with Riverdale; they have they had pretty awesome music. Um, not that I watch it anymore because it's crap, but um, yeah. So this is another thing we've talked about before about sort of um, taking your favorite tropes and not even consciously, but your favorite tropes and things from. The entertainment you consume are like very useful to integrate into your own work and mm -hmm. it, it's exciting to write about and I think you can sort of channel that process through music again yeah. unintentionally or intentionally it sort of happens and it can be a great way to sort of get yourself going I also think for me back to like the emotional stuff um I mean maybe this is sort of a duh thing but I can't really you can write in a certain mindset to some extent without being in it, but it really, you unlock so much when you're in that headspace. Yeah. Um, and luckily, we're not always going through, like, crazy life things, so it's it's nice to be able to sort of manufacture a moment of that and then be able to drop it. Yeah, like my, like, you know, like we talked about last week with uh, crying and <laughs> acting. <laughs> It really is so related to acting, writing is. I'm realizing that more and more lately. A lot of, um, I just realized that I also have a lot of Taylor Swift. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, her music really is... Um, it's so specific to moment. Like, it's just so, because the lyrics are so, you know... It is such a storytelling little capsule, each song. Exactly. Um, and folklore is just, because I do really like that alternative kind of indie sound, like... Oh, made me fall in love with her that much more. So, um, yeah, I think because uh, and my like second book is also more of a romance, so it fits a lot more than <laughs> like yeah. her, her, uh, her songs and yes, and I have some Ed Sheeran on here too. <laughs> well, of course, another great uh, songwriter and storyteller. Definitely, though. yeah, for sure. I, ugh. you know, I started. I think I was making playlists for at least one story before this, but I also something I started doing a long time ago was making playlists with my sister on Spotify to do with, mm -hmm. with like book characters that we were obsessed with. Yeah. Like, oh, this song is so Jace from Moral Instruments or whatever. Yep. Like we have a whole Jace playlist. Um and like James and Lily Potter playlist and every once in a while I like find a song and I'm like oh my god, this is hilarious. This is totally like Jacob and Bella and it's ridiculous or whatever. Um, 
I think that's really fun and a great way to practice too if anyone's interested in starting to use music for inspiration but like it's not feeling right that's a good place to start yeah speaking of kind of book characters because I kind of was so you know ingrained in the Hunger Games world when I was writing my first book I completely uh used the Hunger Games soundtrack to get in that mind space yeah because they're also really good, along with the Twilight ones, but, um, and Taylor, especially Taylor Swift songs on there, <laughs> on, like, the first Hunger Games soundtrack, they're very good, hmm. speaking of Taylor, so. It's crazy that Taylor Swift did music for Hunger Games and Green Day did music for Twilight. I know, right? It's just so, yeah. I, um, Briggs sends me TikToks pretty much every day, and I do not have a TikTok, but I get, like, 15 TikToks in my in my messages every day from him, mm-hmm. and one of them was showing that they're, today is election day when we're recording this, and Freeform, which, you know, used to be ABC Family, they are playing The Hunger Games all day. Oh, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's kind of sad, but it's, like, uh, I, the music, um, I think music from movies is just so, I mean, I have a whole, um, playlist of just my favorite movie scores like from all the marvel movies from it's just so you know easy to get in that headspace because you literally it's just completely ingrained to that scene in the movie and i use a lot of that too and with writing because it's it's such a mood setter because that's literally what a score is it's no lyrics just a mood setter basically yeah and i look there some of the scores from um I mean, even some like even like bella's freaking lullaby but even the score when she turns into a vampire like mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I love uh, the score from Downton Abbey. Like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Oh, my God. Um, um, and How to Train a Dragon is pretty great. And Outlander. Lots of Scottish influence in there. I pretty much have, um, in college, my favorite, well, even in high school, too, but I would completely, uh, the only, like, full score soundtracks I still have, because I used to have, like, the full score for Twilight and all that, but I've only really kept, like, the one, the songs that I really like but the i have the all of the hunger games ones because i would just listen to them when i'm studying because they're just so good like that that like twangy like ugh, it just is great <laughs> and of course all the what other ones do i have on the pirates of the caribbean well yeah <laughs> a masterpiece though it has really nothing to do with anything i'm writing but it's just great so yeah it's a good way to sort of remind you of it's almost like i think a lot of artists do this like where they there's a lot of work that they're inspired by but then they'll either take a step back before they create something new or when they are looking at inspiration they don't look at their medium i feel Mm, like this is a great way to sort of pull from your favorite things without like being too distracted by the details of it if that makes sense definitely i was thinking yesterday about how i really love poetry but every time i try to like write a song like I i haven't tried in years like I would just be, it would, it was so bad. Like I'm so bad at writing lyrics, but it's, it's the whole, um, mood setting. Cause even I think before, um, in high school I was into K-pop a little bit, but now I'm like completely obsessed with it. And I've actually added some K-pop songs to my playlist. And I never thought I would do that because like, I can't understand half the lyrics. Um, but it's, it's just so just like the mood, mood setter. It's great. I have a playlist or it's very small, but it's like a little, this is again for like another book, like a book that yeah. I've read that I want there to be a movie of, but there isn't for um, Dread Nation and mm-hmm. Ugg, the BTS song is on, is on that. 
because they go to like Chinatown in San Francisco. So, but anyway. Yeah, I've been um, listening just to all the, you know, the the backlog and it, oh, so good. Literally, uh, (laughs) (laughs) their album is coming out in like a month and I'm very excited. I know, it's crazy. Um, Anyway, music is great. I'm trying to think what other, um, like if there's any specific, like just, now I'm looking at my playlist right now, but I think um, one thing I thought of when I was prepping for this episode was sort of the process, because I'm sure, I mean, you sort of hinted at this, but it was something I'd already guessed before that you are because you're great at curating things in general. So you kind of update your playlists and keep them fresh. And there are some things that have been there since the beginning, but you'll like weed things out once they're not relevant anymore. And I, that's just, or just once I don't like the song anymore, to be honest, like it doesn't, if it doesn't inspire me, even if it's still like very tied to the book, but like, it doesn't inspire me anymore. It doesn't, I mean, I'm just like, well, I don't like this song anymore. So bye. (laughs) Yes. Well, so that is like the thing that I find impossible is to get rid of stuff and keep things fresh and sort through things. Um, and in some ways it's useful because things that don't inspire me anymore will eventually start inspiring me again sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I also, if I love a song, but I don't necessarily know where it fits, I'll just save it as yeah. like a favorite on Spotify, which by the way, my favorites on Spotify got deleted somehow a few months ago, which is insane. But whatever. I don't use Spotify anymore, but yeah, that sucks. <laughs> um, but it's okay. I had enough playlists saved that I can sort of pull from all of those still. But, mm-hmm. you know, but I used to do this thing where I would get like really jazzed about a song and I would screenshot it and annotate it. Annotate the Dang. screenshot yeah. to come back yeah. to later, but then I just would never get back to it. So Yeah. I have a lot of anxiety. I'm picturing your desktop being completely covered in a million things, so Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But I have a lot of anxiety about losing that moment of inspiration. Yeah, um, for sure. Definitely. Which I think is valuable sometimes, but I also think for me, at least, it's it's something that is okay to start putting in check. Are you okay? No, I'm, I mean, yes, I am okay. I, <laughs> I just put my head on my knee for like two seconds. Gosh, I'm just sitting on the carpet. My butt hurts. It's election day. <laughs> uh, it, it, I'm just checking it. Like, what do you want from me? Um, yeah, I, it's just, I've actually, instead of kind of, um, I've kind of touched on this before, but I kind of will go out and search for music instead of just kind of letting it find me, which I've, that's happened before. Like, obviously I'm already going to be listening to Taylor Swift because she's one of my favorite artists. So I'm already going to be listening to her soundtrack. So, or to her soundtrack, to her album. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's other stuff like I will actively search out. Like I'll listen to Apple music uh, playlists that are kind of like recommended for me. Um, I switched to Apple music from Spotify mostly because I have such a backlog of stuff from iTunes, from like CDs and just from years and years. So that's why I switched to Apple music. Um, but I do love, I do like Spotify for sure. Um, anyway, so I kind of will actually actively go out and search like for my kind of novel I'm working on now, it's very beach heavy. So I'll go out and be like, what are some great beach songs? And like, just, you know, stuff like that. And it's really, and I've always done that. Like when I would be like when I was younger and when I was sad about something, I'd be like songs that relate to this. And, you know, I mean, I've always done that. And I think that that not only do I let stuff find me, but I also actively kind of search for stuff and it really provides inspiration um, for sure. And I didn't even realize this, but that whole, <laughs> that entire, um, I always forget about this 
this point, but that entire fan fiction I wrote about Taylor Lautner, the like five million binder, however long, in in that fan fiction, me, the main character, was a singer, and I would pick like songs that and pretend that I wrote them, but they were just songs that like related to the like what it was going on in my in my life in the fan fiction, but I pretend that I wrote them like. And I would write the lyric, like some of the lyrics, like because they would relate so heavily. So I've always done this. That's hilarious! Oh my god! I just don't, you know, pretend I write all this amazing stuff because, like I said, I'm terrible at writing lyrics. But <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. But <laughs> so should I talk about my um my like use of music in quarantine for anxiety? Because I think it sort of relates to how I put myself. Or how you can put yourself in the mood to write or specific headspace. Yeah, do it. I think that, I think that's a good, because I've definitely felt the same. <laughs> so this is like really embarrassing and I hate talking about it because I don't want people to visualize me dancing because, I don't know, even though I took years and years and years of dance, I'm not a dancer. I'm not a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> and the way I do this is like specifically just about moving the body and like getting your heart pumping and shit. Mm -hmm. um but i'll like it started with the newest all-time low album and specifically their song monsters because it's a bop if you haven't listened to it yet go do that now it's incredible it's like one of the best songs i've ever heard in my entire life and it's breaking records for them they were on um either the number one spot i think for alternative music for like a while and it like it broke their personal record but anyways um i'll just sort of be somewhere where nobody can see me like in my room or whatever and like listen to if i'm feeling negative and a about something that i can't change and it's like bringing my mood down and messing with my interactions with other people i'll just take a moment go and somewhere by myself and like listen to that song and dance like a fucking loser and immediately it turns my day around I think I just didn't realize that that was possible like it'll I'll feel anxiety building and then it just shuts it down which is really cool which is really cool yeah I um one of the girls from Ladylike from BuzzFeed who I think they've all broken up and made their own channels now she did a video about it like about how like she would just have like maybe it was like three times a day she'd break into dance like to help anxiety and that was the video was about um yeah and i think that that's a i think that's something that's definitely i don't necessarily do that when i'm feeling anxious i probably should but i do that a lot just during the day i just dance like an idiot to k-pop so you know um i think that's it's not crazy and i'm sure you're a great dancer yeah lol <laughs> <laughs> no i just um who knows if i look good or not in doing it but the bottom line is i don't want anybody Doesn't to matter. It. except for my dog yeah, no because then he dances with me oh he's so i love him and he would never laugh at me because yeah, dogs I, can't laugh i mean i dance in the shower which is way more dangerous than that so <laughs> don't slip yeah i know um yeah, I think I don't necessarily have anything else to add. It just kind of, it's really powerful. And I've always been obsessed with the rhythm section of songs um, and the way it can directly impact your heartbeat. It makes me want to know more about music, but I, I really struggle to understand 
musical concepts. So I just kind of live vicariously through the people around me. Oh, another thing I do find really inspiring is um, like cultural sort of themes. This is something you sort of get in soundtracks, but um, like I've been part of the reason why I love delving into Scottish music lately is because there's like certain instruments you start to recognize over time and it and how it ties into the culture and it can tell you a lot it's helpful for world world building too to think about it that way yeah i just remembered um you were talking about how making playlists for like stuff that you um like other other people's works and i uh robbie who is going to be on episode next next episode um he was the friend that read my novel in high school and really gave me the courage to like actually show it to more people um and he and eventually try and get it published and he i forgot that he actually made a cd for me he burned a cd of like songs that he thought represented my um my book and it was like totally different from it was a totally different style because he's kind of more into pop and it was really interesting to see how a totally different somebody that had a lot of different music tastes um like saw it and it was just so interesting and um and i had already had my playlist then um as well and it was yeah it was really interesting and i loved it and it was very inspiring to see someone that cared that much did you ever use those songs to inspire you when you were editing and stuff i think so i can't remember um because maybe some of them are on the playlist now. I really can't remember. <laughs> I really can't. But um, That's I awesome. do know. I do. Yeah. It was so It was so awesome. And um, music is great. And, you know, I miss concerts. You don't even know how much. Oh, my God. Me too. So. But I'm just, I've gotten to the point where I'm accepting it. Like, I'm fully fine with the fact that nothing's happening right now. Because, because there's no FOMO because no one can go to college. I mean, well, yeah. well, people in other countries probably can at this point, but not here, that's for sure. There's that, but also I think when we finally do, I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's going to feel amazing, and it's going to be a thing like, is this your first concert since quarantine or whatever, and they're going to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, blah. I'm really regretting not paying like 40 bucks to attend that virtual BTS concert. It looked so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. okay. <laughs> They'll probably do another one. Yeah, I'm sure. So. All right. Well, your necklace is so cute. I love it. Oh, thank you. The vote one? I didn't even realize it. I didn't even read it till a few minutes ago. <sighs> yes, go vote. Even though by the time you guys listen to this, the voting will be over. <laughs> Very much so. Please don't vote a week from now. <laughs> That's not uh... how it works. All right. See you on the other side. <laughs> God. What? It's just so dark to think about. I know, but it's so. I'm just picturing myself editing this and being like, (laughs) or yay. Either way, even if it's yay, it'll be uh because of what's going to happen after. So. Okay, Brenna. Okay. All right. Bye. Everybody, we hope you're safe and happy and healthy as you can be. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us what music you listen to. Yeah, and what we should listen to, because we're always looking for new music. This is true. All right. Yay. See ya. Bye. Guys, later. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at ObsessNaturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. (laughs) 